0: Our can is loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely
1: dominant on short the routes. The boys are Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception, Reception, The Show.
0: Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Coe, Matt Harmon with you. You are listening to Reception, Perception, The
2: Show.
0: Matt, how are you doing, pal?
1: Doing good, man. You know, we're uh, five weeks in here at week five. And, you know, I feel like we've got a pretty good grip on... Uh, some of these teams so far, uh, you know, there's some a lot of things to break down today. So, uh, you know, I'll waste no times with you know pleasantries <laughs> and, and things like that. We got we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Man, I tell you what, this is the point of the season where it's like you might be three and one, you might be one and three. And it's like, man, if you are one and three, oh and four, this is an absolute you gotta win this week, or your season yeah. is toast. And I'm saying that. Speaking from experience, because as we mentioned in the last episode, all I needed to avoid was a Monster Debo Samuel game. To avoid yeah. going oh to God. one that and three. Was... <laughs> oh God. I was so bummed. I'm like Jalen Ramsey. My God, can you make the tackle? Can somebody make a damn tackle on Debo Samuel?
1: Uh, that was happen. a rough Monday night game um, overall. Uh, you know, oh, just awful. Rams suck. Uh, pretty terrible overall. <laughs> and and yeah, I, I texted you immediately as soon as Debo just <laughs> ripped. <laughs> Because, of course, like I said, I always hate talking about games that are you know going to happen after yeah. the recording gets published. Right, but right. I'm glad we talked about that, Debo, and hopefully people got a kick out of the fact that you're they knew for sure that your heart and soul were ripped out of your body just, when Debo <laughs> did that, man. It's, just it, it, he is ripped just, right out. He's so good. He, he is so good, and he's such a model breaker in just every way that yeah. when that happens to you, you just have to be like, well, yep. Yeah, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, one of my my one of my colleagues at Yahoo texts me and is like, "Do they throw to anybody else other than Debo?" I'm like, "No, actually, yeah. Like the <laughs> targets are pretty even right now. I it's know. just
0: it's just that <laughs> Debo does stuff like that. Jesus, it's splash plays, man. Just splash play after splash play after splash. Hey, we're actually going to talk about uh, one of his teammates there in George Kittle, who is not making any plays whatsoever. But the theme of today's show, I, I kind of want to talk about surprising." you know, starts to the season, um, and where we kind of project them moving forward, because we're just about a quarter of the way through. And by the way, if you go to the website, receptionperception.com, Alex Gelhar kind of tackles this whole thematic issue here, uh, in his RP notebook. Um, so we're going to talk about Kyle Pitts, George Kittle, couple of quarterbacks in Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and a couple of wide receivers as well. And I just want to get right into it. Can we talk about Josh Reynolds? We talked about this before we started recording. I said, Matt, did you realize that Josh Reynolds is the wide receiver 25 in full point PPR? That is an absolute stunner to me. Um, yep. Didn't see. Didn't know that one. Uh, did
1: not know that one at all. (laughs) Obviously had a big game last week, you know, in that big barn burner, the great Jared Goff, Geno Smith heater, uh, which was almost a hundred total points. So obviously a lot of it's going to be inflated by that one individual game, but look, dude, the lions are just like a fantasy dream right now. Um, they're not going to be a great real life NFL team, but you know, they, (laughs) they're, they're perfect dude. Right. I mean, from a pass rate standpoint, (laughs) They're much higher than I think people would think, you know, um, well, pass rate, like in neutral situations, uh, they're 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 up there in 2022. Like and we know they play fast. Um, We know that their defense stinks. That's the key, right, is that they're going to score points and they're going to allow a lot of points on the other side. So, you know, really, I'm I'm talking about neutral situations. You know, they're they're kind of not towards the top of the league, but they're hardly ever in neutral situations because their <laughs> defense stinks. So they're throwing the ball a lot. They're 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 running a lot of plays on that side of the ball. And then their defense just can't stop anybody. And that's kind of you see that with rebuilding teams, right? Where they've got dudes on the offensive side of the ball that are kind of established at this point. You know, like I'm on Ross St. Brown. He missed this last game. but Like he's established. You know, I think T.J. Hawkinson, he might never live up to his draft status, but he's established. DeAndre Swift, established. Mm-hmm. Jamal Williams, established. Even Jared Goff, he's established as average, but he's an average. You know, pro- <laughs> I don't even think he's played that well this year, but like he's an average quarterback, right? Um, <laughs> right? Then you look on the defense; they've got guys that they're hoping develop, but then they've also got a ton of goofballs over there. They're kind of in that part of the rebuild where, all right, we feel pretty good about our offense, but they can't really feel very good about their defense at this point. So they're they're going to have guys like. Josh Reynolds pop up for random games like uh, or random stretches like this, not just because of the injuries, but because of the construction of the team.
0: I was very impressed um, with Jared Goff actually last week against Seattle. And, and I get it. Absolute just anything that you want to throw out there. Just go ahead. You know, it's like everything was sticking, man. Uh, but Josh yeah. Reynolds, again, I'm on Ross St. Brown out of that ball game. Josh Reynolds, hey, DJ Chark. Also, DJ Chark missed that game, too.
1: Right. That's so, like, right. Yes. And he's he has been. They're clear-cut, no doubt about it, number two receiver. Like, from a snaps-played standpoint, a routes-run standpoint. But now, at this point, you know, Josh Reynolds has passed up DJ Chark. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, here's the thing about DJ Chark. He's not that good. Like, um, <laughs> I know that he got – he weirdly, uh, at different at different points of the year, got, like, some fantasy hype uh, in probably in, like – deeper best ball circles stuff like that yeah, but right you know he is not he had a really good 2019 season or i think what i would call like a really promising 2019 season in reception perception okay. in 2020 he was terrible in 2021 it was even worse in the small sample obviously before he got hurt so he really is good at one thing brother and that is like go routes and that's it and <laughs> that's pretty much it and by the way that's all he's been running so far this year. Uh, when you look at his route chart, 36.2% of his routes are go routes this year, uh, DJ Chark. So a very limited player. Um, and, and I think that Josh Reynolds has a chance to continue to have like a role you know, beyond that.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you take a look at uh, Chark's success rate versus zone last year, stone worst of among all the players yeah. that you charted. And then second worst success rate versus man. So where does this guy win? You know, like terrible against zone, terrible against man. That's not great, man. Like, you know, you would want this guy to be league average somewhere. No, you're right. It's not ideal. And that's why it's like, they, he, they
1: signed him to a one-year deal, $10 million. It's like, I love when teams do that. It's like, is, is DJ Chark worth $10 million? No, but you're the Detroit lions. And like, who gives a shit about $10 million, right? You can let you have so much cap room, just like that 10 million on fire. And like, whatever, (laughs) And I think he can be a. Well, I, well, and I'm being harsh here, but I do think DJ Shark can be like a role player. And really, all they, all they did, um, all, all the only reason they signed DJ Shark was like basically to have him play the role that they want Jamison Williams to play until he gets back. And like, right. I feel like Jamison Williams is a total forgotten man at this point because, you know, I was reading our, uh, our former colleague, uh, Daniel Jeremiah at the NFL Network, another like LOL <laughs> former colleague. Uh, Whatever, I, hey DJ wrote a testimonial <laughs> for receptionperception. There you go. There so I'll, you go. I'll call I'll call yeah. uh, DJ a good a good Hell buddy, yeah. right? Um, so you know I was reading your his pal? top – my good pal Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah, I was reading his it. top twenty five rookies list on nfl.com today and he's got i think six receivers in the top 25 he's got wow you know, chris chris olave he's ranked number two among all rookies pretty cool to see too bad too bad chris olave wasn't an early declare man he could have been good um you know he, he was he was number two on the list um garrett wilson and drake london were also both in the top seven overall and then he had romeo dobbs jahan dotson and george pickens in there and it's like
0: yeah
1: all these rookie wide receivers are popping, right? Like, Chris Olavi's been real good in fantasy. Drake London has been huge. Garrett Wilson's had monster games. And then it's just like, oh, right, this other guy that was drafted really early, Jamison Williams, is just, like, chilling in the background, not doing anything. And and of all of the ACL guys, ironically enough, you know, right, like Chris Godwin tore an ACL late last year. The Bucs rushed him right back. Michael Gallup's even back super early from that torn ACL that he suffered. And Jamison Williams tore his ACL really late, and the Lions are really, really, really slow playing it to the point that they, we might not even see him till like week seven, week eight, may, maybe. maybe. Um, but I feel like all of these guys like Josh Reynolds having moments and all of these guys like, you know, even DJ Chark, the usage that he got from the first couple weeks, it just makes me really excited to see Jamison Williams.
0: So Josh Reynolds, going back to the topic here, uh, double-digit PPR points in three consecutive games, 21 points last week, 15 and a half the week before. Now, again, has he faced elite defenses? No. Washington, Minnesota, Seattle, I think we can all sit here and say these guys are all bottom third of the league when we're talking about pass defense. But Josh Reynolds, does he have any kind of long-term appeal for you? Yeah, I think he's
1: fine. Like, I actually kind of liked his... um Profile coming into the nfl uh in reception perception like as you know I, like a big long lean guy right like he's 6'3 194 pounds um yeah i think he's just like a solid player like he's gonna he's not a star but he can be like a fine number three receiver and look him and jared goff have a lot of history right they That's went right. back they going back to the rams days. You know, Josh Reynolds signed a contract with the Titans last year and was sort of <laughs> like, oh, is he going to moonwalk into their number two receiver job? He actually nope. ended up getting cut, uh, right? <laughs> and then he ends up back in, in Detroit. He ends up in Detroit back with Jared Goff again. And it, Jared Goff and him, like, just always end up kind of putting up numbers. So um, I don't know that he has a ton of staying power. You know, I'll see. We'll see what happens when, like, Amon Ra gets back. You know, if DJ Chark gets back, if they. I think there's a chance, though, that he could take DJ Chark's job until Jamison Williams gets back, and then we'll see what they want to do with Williams, like how fast they want to ramp him up. Uh, I've definitely raised my expectations for for rookies overall this year, but yeah, you look at you look at Josh Reynolds; like he's a guy that can get downfield, he's a guy that can win in contested situations, um, you know, a little bit too. I I think he's a fine number three receiver. Like you could do a lot worse there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious with uh, with Josh Reynolds because again, I do. I agree with you. I think he's. Um, The chemistry or whatever, uh, he's been productive enough to take over Chark's position as an outside uh, wide receiver. And I think his role in the offense actually becomes even more clear when Amon Ross St. Brown uh, comes back to the team. Actually, believe it or not, Josh Brown has played a little bit inside and outside wide receiver, too. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably his best role to kind of sort of be like that flexible uh, wide receiver that could play a little bit inside, a little bit outside. Uh, But uh, look, I'm not saying he's going to be a top 25 wide receiver when all is said and done. But he's certainly a name to kind of sort of keep in mind. And again, I have been surprised, and I think everybody has, uh, by how well the Detroit Lions offense has gotten off uh, to start the the season. So, I don't know, we'll keep an eye.
2: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
0: We'll stay in the NFC North. Adam Thielen, back to back, good games, right? 15 plus PPR points uh, in back-to-back games. Do we believe in the resurgence of or is the bottom going to fall out? Uh, and does Adam Thielen kind of sort of come back to earth? Visually, Matt, when I when I see him, I don't really love what I see. I don't see a lot of athleticism. And he kind of sort of reminds me of a guy that's whose game is really starting to kind of tail off. I mean, with Adam Thielen, number one, he's older, right?
1: Older yes. player. We can going to expect that. I also wouldn't say he's ever been like the biggest athlete. He wins on like craft sure. timing and technique. That's always who he was um, in reception perception. But I mean, I think that I can totally believe this because here's the deal, man. With Justin Jefferson, we've talked about it on the show. Teams are going to every team is going to have a different game plan when they walk in against the Minnesota Vikings. And they're going to th- try to stop Justin Jefferson. Right. Um, and, and sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not. Um, I think the spots – and it's going to be hard to, to f- pick this out, right? Because in weeks two and four, we saw a similar plan with the Eagles and, and, and the Saints in terms of stopping Justin Jefferson. Like, we're going to take our number one corner and we're going to track Justin Jefferson around the field. Darius Slay is going to line up over Justin Jefferson every single time and he's yeah. going to cover him. Uh, and With the New Orleans Saints in week four, Marshawn Ladder is going to track him around the field. He's going to, He's going to cover him every single time. One time it worked. Definitely didn't work so well in Week Four for the New Orleans Saints. Justin Jefferson <laughs> cut him up, which is what he's going to do because he's a great receiver, a top right. five receiver in the game, in, in in my opinion. And and you know, obviously, reception, perception backs that up. And then you see other times like in Week Three, Week One. Forget that. I don't know what the hell the Packers were trying to. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Packers didn't have a plan. No, the Packers didn't have a plan uh, no. for for Justin Jefferson. We saw the results there. But then you're going to get times like in the Detroit game you know, and, and this was my point when we were kind of complaining about the Justin Jefferson, you know, usage in week three and the targets Mm -hmm. and the results and all that is like, okay, well, yeah, they dedicated two defenders to him pretty much every snap. And, and you know what guys like Adam Thielen stepped up and and they won the game. Um, so I think that we can buy into Thielen being, you know, I'm, I'll pull up where I have him in the rest of season rankings. I know. I don't, I know. I don't have him very high. I I know. Mm -hmm. I still have him like Fringe. I think he might even be. Yeah, he's he's right. He's like forty four for me. Um, I got like around the same neighborhood as you know DeAndre Hopkins, who's gonna who's gonna go up once he gets you know closer to coming back. You know, I got he's in the same neighborhood as guys like Michael Gallup and Curtis Samuel, right? Um, I think you could argue I should have Curtis Samuel higher, but like Hunter Renfro's yeah. in this area, these like non difference making, um, wide receiver twos on their offenses who. Are going to be kind of. I think it's going to be tough to pick the weeks for Michael Gallup. I think it's going to be tough to pick the weeks for Adam Thielen. But I, I do think he, I do think we could buy into him still being a pretty good player. Um, there there hasn't been much trickle down in this offense for guys like KJ Osborne or really Irv Smith. Who cares about Irv Smith? Um, because because they're not passing the ball really as much as we thought. Like we obviously. Yeah you know, they're about 15th in terms of neutral pass rate. That's not, I, we probably, based on the preseason talk, expected a little bit higher.
0: Yeah, look, when we go back to and we talk about Detroit too, I, I kind of take a look at Minnesota and I see similar problems. They're not as bad, obviously, as Detroit. Detroit's like, I mean, just giving up product. They're like the second worst pass defense in like the stone cold worst rush defense yeah. in the NFL. So, <clears throat> So a lot of different things going on with Detroit. I think Minnesota... Uh, their pass defense, it's real spotty man. Like, cause their secondary is not good, but (laughs) they are rushing the passer a little bit. Well, you know, so it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag, but I think overall, I would say Minnesota continues to be a team that I think you can pick on defensively as well. That's why I do believe that um, some of these pass catchers in, in, for the Vikings do have, you know, again, just like Detroit, they've got staying power because they're going to see volume at some point. Yeah,
1: 15th in terms of neutral pass rate, 15th in plays per game for the Minnesota Vikings. You know, obviously Detroit, like who we talked about earlier, is, is is ninth overall in plays run per game They're They're a much faster paced offense, which is, I guess, probably not what people thought um you know that, that that i think the i think you might imagine that those two would have been you know flipped right oh yeah uh, oh yeah but uh, but still overall like it's fine for minnesota it's just not quite as juicy as we expected and you know i, I will keep coming back to this with minnesota it's still kurt cousins man like it's still at the end of the day the quarterback for this team is yeah. still kurt cousins and kurt right. cousins is fine but he's not going to ever elevate the situation. And you watch this, you watch this team when it's not perfect. When the situation around him is not perfect, he is never, ever, ever going to like play left-handed, right? There's that's <laughs> never going to be the case, but <laughs> okay. It's overall, it's a fine situation. So for guys like Adam Thielen, that's why I'd, I don't want to boost him up into the same territory. And by the way, rest of the season rankings for wide receivers. Yeah, dude, it's It's hard. So hard at this point, because <clears throat> that tier five, which I, a tier six is where I have Adam Thielen within like wide receiver 44, Michael Gallup, I mentioned is there, Curtis Samuels there. Um, you know, these guys that are certainly like, you can, like, you can start these players and feel pretty good about it. It's just, they're going to be super volatile. The tier ahead of them, you know, it's like, that's where some exciting guys are like Romeo Dobbs, you know, uh, 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 you know, Brandon, I, you still in there, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, you know, like guys that I think you can have, better long-term upside cases for, but, um, you know, at the end of the year, if Adam Thielen was to outscore a
0: guy like Jerry Judy, who's also in that tier, I, I guess I wouldn't be
1: totally surprised.
0: Hey man, you are so quick to write off Irv Smith. I am not. I, I think he's a very intriguing. Uh, I think he's a very intriguing prospect, uh, and a pretty good athlete. And, and again, when we talk about what Wes Phillips history is with tight ends, and trying to develop that position a little bit. I, I think Irv Smith is going to have a few weeks here um, where he might surprise man. Uh, and again, it goes back to, can you predict it? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but I like the usage that they've got with Irv Smith kind of moving him all around the field. You should shaking your head. And you're like, nah, I'm good. I mean, dude, come on. I guess at the same, <laughs> he's a tight end
1: 20 right now. And I know overall yeah. points aren't, he? Hey, he's got more fantasy points than Kyle Pitts. Hey, there half you go. PPR, so there you go. But I mean Jeez. the the gap the gap between what like tight end I, I don't know tight end uh, nine is Tyler Conklin, Will Disley. Those guys are up there to to yeah. 25. There's not really a big there's gap not, there. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no gap there's, at all, yeah. It, and it's like you really you're you're totally Aft at the most part for tight ends if you don't if you didn't take like mandrews kelsey uh, you know or zacker it's like you yeah. or, and you didn't take like dallas goddard or even gerald everett super late or tyler higby, I mean, tyler my higby. God, the, the higby usage is the, is the worst thing on planet earth um but yeah <laughs> you're hurting for tight ends maybe irv smith becomes that guy i just like i'd like him to do something every now and again that's all I okay
0: fair enough